but they have oxygen for their machines. They could stop it. And I was thinking, what a great thing. Wouldn't it be wonderful if we learned how to share, Mm -hmm. if we learned how to give them some oxygen? Because we're saving our own lives. Remember Michael Jackson? We're saving our own lives. Remember Michael? He was right about that. You do a great Michael Jackson. I know. I'm impressed. Because I like little boys. <laughs> <laughs> Please. All right, I think we're out of time. So, uh, is telling us. But you're right, Ali, yeah. you know, And it's all about being able to see and care about other human mm-hmm. beings and other have, things. You know, have a little compassion. Yeah. And, Open uh, up in love and compassion and try and remember we're all related. Mm-hmm. So, indeed, mm-hmm. if, we're shooting, if they're shooting at pe- folks praying on Bear Butte, they're shooting at you and I. Mm-hmm. Whoa. <laughs> Renegade Solutions is a white buffalo woman production. It is engineered masterfully by Alex Belhage. I'm Charmy Golson. And this is Ali. And next week we want to remind you that the Ecology Center's 35th celebration anniversary is happening at the Michigan Theater. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. will be speaking there. There's still time to get some tickets. He will be in Ann Arbor. I'm going. Yeah, I'm going. And we may be able to interview him. I'm not sure. It's, we don't know if we're going to interview him or not. But I'm going to ask him what to do about Peabody coal mining in the south, mm, the northeastern yeah. corner of Arizona and about these, these sorts of things, too, if I can get a hold of him. You know me. Mike Perini's coming up with Pandora's Lunchbox. Don't open it, Mike. Don't open it. A box of chocolates Would I know To stay away What's that Hand off his box A box of chocolates Would I eat Them anyway Cause Every time I have Half a mind to leave you Babe That means I have Half a mind to stay Good evening. It's Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. My name is Mike. Again, it's Pandora's Lunchbox, and we're going to open it right now. Today, we are going to look at a festival that is being celebrated by more than a billion people. Did I get the... Make sure I got the B in there. More than a billion people are celebrating this right now. This is the Festival of Diwali, and it began earlier this week, and... Now, that's the sound of ringing bells here. This is... uh, Okay. If you can call back in just a moment, we are on the air right now. But, uh, yes, Pandora's Lunchbox. Now, the Festival Diwali is a very interesting festival that I'm learning more and more about. And I have a special guest in the studio. Hello. Hello. And what is your name? I'm Nikhil Nikhil Doshi. And you are uh, a student? I'm a graduate student here in mechanical engineering. Okay. I'm doing my PhD here at University of Michigan. Okay. Well, uh, let's talk about Diwali, if you'd like. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I, I read a basic bit of information here. It says it symbolizes the age-old culture of India, which teaches us to vanquish the ignorance that subdues humanity and to drive away the darkness that engulfs the light of knowledge. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what is your thought about that statement? Uh, that is just a euphemism put on to the various different festivals that we have okay. in India. It's just a 
nice festival it's one of the most important festivals for uh, hindus and for indians mm-hmm. it is more or less equivalent to the christmas festival that you have here it's a time for everyone to get together and have fun basically okay and to be with uh, the people you love and friends yeah. yeah right that's the way and it started on tuesday is that correct right tuesday was the first day of diwali in india and that's how it started that's when it started today is the last day of diwali today is the last day okay and what was interesting to me was i was looking at the five days of diwali mm-hmm. and so i thought to myself okay if it starts on tuesday wednesday thursday friday saturday but that's not necessarily the way it is correct right it is uh, more more or less five occasions and the days that they fall on are calculated based on some indian calendar uh, old hindu calendar and so we might have two occasions fall on one single day and uh, diwali might be might run for 3 days or it might have gaps in between and might run for a week okay so it just mm-hmm. depends uh each year it might be different then right it might be different and this year it's uh, 3 days and today's the last day right and um now if you have some information uh, we have some information in front of us about the different days of diwali would you like to talk a little bit about uh for example what the first day is about you right. right the first day of diwali is called dhanteras or dhantriyodashi and dhan actually means wealth and so it is just a celebration of uh, prosperity and wealth and usually that is the time when we have uh, decorate our houses uh set up diyas or oil lamps all over the houses uh, okay. all, all around the houses and decorate our house that way there's also a tradition to buy some gold or some uh, symbol of prosperity okay. just as a good luck or something so there are i'm sorry there are a lot there are diff- a lot of gifts in the stores different kinds of gold gifts right they are and we do exchange gifts uh, amongst relatives and friends okay The second day actually is the main day of Diwali it's called Narak Chaturdashi and that is or historical or the religious significance is that it was the day when Lord Vishnu uh, vanquished the demon Narakasur mm. and Narak actually means hell so Narakasur really translates to demon from hell oh okay but uh, so that is the day when we actually wake up early in the morning before sunrise have our baths before sunrise and uh set up diyas in front of our house and uh get ready before sunrise and celebrate the oncoming of that day okay and uh the third day of diwali is lakshmi poojan and uh this day basically lakshmi is the goddess of wealth and the idea is to welcome the goddess of wealth into your homes and so you have to keep your doors and windows open so because you don't know where she'll come in from oh, okay and we have to light up our houses put diyas all around and also burst a lot of firecrackers and make a lot of noise to welcome her oh okay <laughs> so if you actually if you are in india around 7 pm because usually if there is a time uh, set for the puja a muhurat that the priests determine and uh, it's usually in the evenings around 7 or 8 pm and if you're in india around 7 or 8 pm if you have your doors and windows open then there will be so much noise for firecrackers and all that you won't be able to listen to your uh, own, own friends talking to you in the same room <laughs> so it's fun unless you and most of the times you are the one who is making the noise with the firecrackers so oh, okay 
and uh, the fourth day is uh, called padwa or uh, in some places also called govardhan puja and there are a couple of again legends related to uh, these things uh, padwa actually also coincides with the coronation of king vikramaditya uh, who was a, a big ruler in the northern parts of india okay and he started a calendar in in his province and that was used throughout most in most parts of india and therefore it is also celebrated as a new year's day new year's day okay mm-hmm. and uh, the govardhan puja also comes from a legend in which uh uh young lord krishna had saved the uh, inhabitants of his town by carrying a whole mountain on his uh little finger uh-huh. to protect them from the heavy rains which were brought on by the wrath of lord lord indra or something like that uh, okay so that's another legend so you've got a couple of legends uh that go on with this the final day which is today is uh bhayaduj or bhavbees and that is a day symbolizing the love or relationship between brothers and sisters oh. and the legend goes that it was a day when uh, yama the god of death had visited his sister and the sister had welcomed him and taken care of him and he was so happy that he said that whoever is uh, sort of uh, helped by his sister or or sort of given the symbolic tikka by his sister will not be harmed okay. and the, that tradition sort of translates down and goes so we also go to our sister's houses and exchange gifts and uh, celebrate it that way and what was the symbolic uh, item again the, the, the tikka the ceremonial uh, vermilion uh, that you put on your forehead it's oh okay so it look the more you learn about diwali i think Diwali is as rich and varied as India itself I think it's safe to say right it is and um I I think another aspect that's very interesting you talked about many different legends of Diwali mm-hmm. if you just tune in by the way celebrating Diwali right now uh, more than a billion people in the world are celebrating this festival and depending on where you live in India or where you're from in India uh there are different ways of celebrating too right there are and um uh, For example in our state or in the southern states we sort of have lanterns or paper lanterns we that we hang outside our houses whereas if you go to the northern parts of india i i've stayed in lucknow for a year and in those parts of india they actually do not have lanterns but they decorate their whole houses with light streamers and have it a more of a big show of prosperity oh, okay. <laughs> as big as they can get and uh they celebrated it that way okay so that's that then again in the northern parts of india the there is a tradition that on lakshmi pujan day they they have a symbolic round or gambling they they play uh, cards or gamble a bit symbolically to invite wealth to their place oh okay and it also coordinates with the closing of accounts for people in the Gujarat region where they close their account books and start new account books on this day oh, so, so that would be the a new fiscal year in other new words? fiscal year okay for the merchants or in one part of india basically okay in our parts uh, we also celebrate uh, diwali uh, or other kids celebrate diwali by making 
mud castles or mud forts. Wow, mud castles, that's great. Right, that's great. And uh, we basically have four or five neighboring kids come together, make castles with, uh, with all the amenities, <laughs> with a well, a, uh, a temple and a, a throne and all those things we get. Wow. Mm-hmm. clay soldiers and clay village people <laughs> and then it's a competition of sorts between <laughs> friends as to who makes a better castle wow and then of course at the end of the week we blow it up with firecrackers <laughs> i love that that's great mm-hmm. i'd like i'd like to see a, a mud castle blown up with firecrackers that just sounds like <laughs> a lot of a lot of fun yes that's that is normally a lot of fun yeah now you mentioned also gambling, and is there a legend relating to gambling? Or uh, there might be. I am not really aware of any legend uh, oh, okay. related to that, but uh, it is certainly played, and people do want to at least have a symbolic gambling round. Oh, okay. <laughs> to commemorate the day. Well, there's a lot to talk about about the festival of Diwali, mm-hmm. and this is Pandora's Lunchbox. I'm here with uh, with Nikhil here talking mm-hmm. about that. And we're going to take just a little break for a moment here, and we'll be back talking more about this festival. Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN FM Ann Arbor. It's a quarter to seven, and coming up in 15 minutes, it's Face the Music with Arwolf. But right now, this is a show about food and what we're looking at, food and culture, I should say. We're looking at Diwali, 
uh, the fest that Diwali, which basically literally means a row of lights. Is that correct? Right. right. And uh, it is a festival of lights. We also another legend that uh, goes along with Diwali is that it was celebrated to uh, to signify the return of Lord Ram from exile. He had gone to Lanka to vanquish uh, Ravana, and he comes back to his hometown of Ayodhya, and uh, it was celebrated by lighting up all the streets with oh, okay. lights. So that is another legend that goes along with Diwali. Okay, so lights are a big part of that. Lights are Fire, big firecrackers, part. like you said, and lanterns, depending mm-hmm. on what part of the country you live in. Right, that's true. A lot of light. Yes. And uh, food is another item that I think is interesting. Food is a big part of the festival. Okay. Um, we do not have a specific main course or main dish that we have on Diwali. In fact, pretty much the two or three weeks, we have all different kinds of main dishes that we uh, normally make, but Diwali also, as I remember it, is a time where we make special snacks and lots of snacks. So you have uh, four or five households come together, spend two or three different, uh, two or three days, really making just sweets and snacks, and all nice fried snacks mm. and buttery and uh, buttery sweets. made with butter and ghee, which is clarified butter. And the best thing is that no one stops you from eating it any time of the day. (laughs) All day. All day. And um, What are some um, examples of some of the desserts that that are made? Some of the desserts that are made, um, my favorites are the laddus, which are round balls, and they're made of different, uh, there are different types of laddus. We can have... uh, Basin laddu, which is basically made from gram flour, okay. and uh, rava laddu, which is uh, again all these are sweet round balls, and uh, rava laddu is made from uh, some other type of grain, which is uh, derived from rice grains. Okay, and uh, we also make uh, jalebis, which are fried. Uh, I don't know actually what they're made up of. They're mm-hmm. just too sweet and <laughs> nice round circles, uh, which are fried in oil, and you eat them warm, and that's uh, very tasty. Oh, okay. We have uh, normal uh, sweets that you get here in the Indian restaurants over here, like gulab jamun or uh, kheer, which is similar to a rice pudding, but you can make it out of vermicelli or uh, with lots of dry fruits like almonds and cashews. Mm. And uh, that is also very common and very tasty. We also have uh, rasmalai or specific to um, Diwali, we do make something uh, like called anarse, Mm. which are sort of round puris or round bread sort of a base okay. with sprinkled with sugar or and sweet uh, this thing, and it is fried, so it's very tasty with <laughs> all the butter. And uh, then we also have some uh, what we call shankar pie, which uh, are diamond shaped like cheeselets or something that you get over here. Oh, okay, and they can be made both sweet and salty, so you have both types of shankar pie that we make. In terms of just snacks, we also make uh, shave or sakli, and uh, again, 
to in Swedes we make karanjis which are uh, basically they're made of dough and which has a coconut filling a sweet coconut filling inside it uh-huh. and it's closed and fried afterwards so that's another tasty dish that we uh-huh. have I'm getting hungry <laughs> so a lot of different uh, wonderful wonderful tastes um, the uh, rice puddings and the breads the sweet and the salty mm-hmm. all kinds of wonderful choices and some of which as you said you can get in restaurants around Ann Arbor if yes you want we to. do yeah okay well, um, Diwali is the festival we're talking about, and it's a festival that, as I mentioned before, I saw five days of the festival and thought that it was five chronological days, but these are five occasions, as you said, mm-hmm. which this year lasted three days. Right. And today's the last one, right? Right. Okay. And now, um, living in the United States, uh, is Diwali different from your experience here? Uh, Diwali is slightly different. People still... Uh I've been here for five years now, and people do want to celebrate and do celebrate uh, Diwali quite fervently over here. We do get uh, the small diyas or lamps in the stores over here. So normally what I've seen people do over here is come together on the first day of Diwali, have a small puja or prayer, and decorate their houses with these small lamps and everything, and then have a big dinner. Uh, just get together with your friends and have a big dinner. That's how most of the times it, cel- it is celebrated. I think the most important thing that people miss over here are the fireworks oh. and the big noise that we make <laughs> in Diwali. So is it pretty much uh, major, pretty much one day of celebration here for people? or More or less one day of celebration, yes. Okay. Um, just make it one big special occasion. Yes, that's how I've, I've seen it over here. Okay. And um, one other thing that I, I noticed looking on the web, I found uh, an article from the Mumbai Mirror mm-hmm. about uh, fireworks in Mumbai, and it talked about which parts of Mumbai and, and one of the, some of the suburbs had the noisiest fireworks. Right. And people actually make uh, take pride in how noisy their fireworks are. <laughs> uh, we do not have any public display of fireworks, like the government doesn't set up any fireworks. Oh, okay. Thing, but it's... More or less personal fireworks, just as you would have in your backyards or in a playground. Just people get together. Okay. And uh, many times uh, they will have huge lines of firecrackers on the neighborhood streets, and they will keep burning for half an hour, and you'll have scooters <laughs> and tr- cars waiting for it to get over so <laughs> they can pass through. Okay, that's great. <laughs> wow. That's fun. Sounds like a lot of dangerous fun. <laughs> a lot of dangerous fun, yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, we do have some dangerous um, firecrackers. We have, as I said, a lot of noise-making bombs or firecrackers. And we also have the ones that fly in the air and explode in the air. Okay. So we have fun of when we were kids, pointing it towards someone's window and making it go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's funny. Hmm? And... Um, uh-huh. So fireworks is something that we really, really miss over here when we come uh-huh. over. There. We, we should, I think, we should have some fireworks in November. I think it would be right. really light up the night. Mm-hmm. Now, this article in the Mumbai Mirror uh, mentions approximate recommended safe levels for for decibels, 
Uh, residential areas, 45 to 55 decibels. Commercial areas, 65 decibels. Industrial areas, 70 to 75 decibels. And then we talk about uh, some of the, the noise levels they, they heard on Tuesday night mm-hmm. from the fireworks. Uh, on Marine Drive, okay. uh, 115 decibels. <laughs> uh, Juhu, is that pronounced correctly? That's right. Uh, 100 to 110 decibels of fireworks. Uh, Bandra on Carter Road, 120 decibels. So people are having a really good time. People, yes, the people really want to have loud fireworks in uh, during Diwali time. And actually, uh, there are public uh, organizations that are saying that we should put a, f- a limit on these things. And there, there are some sort of regulations nowadays. They don't allow fireworks late in the night and so on. But it's still a time that we really want to... Th- have noisy fireworks <laughs> <laughs> to celebrate the light and uh, to again to to welcome the also to welcome the goddess of Lakshmi into our homes. Oh, okay. That's and uh, what are what are do you remember some of the names of the fireworks that you grew up with, or just some of the different kinds? Mm, some of the different kinds. Uh, I'm not sure if I can translate them to the American fireworks over okay. here, but we do have uh, normal sparklers. And we have uh, rockets that I spoke about, which you light and they fly up in the air and explode in the air. Then we have what we call bombs, which are just which just make a long, loud noise. Mm-hmm. We have what are called as luddies, which, which you will normally see as a, any picture of fireworks. That's what they show. Basically, you have small noise-making uh, noise-making fireworks. Uh, arranged in a line where one explodes after the other and goes on. Uh-huh. And then we have what we call a, f- a flower pot or something that you have over here. I don't know what it is called over here. but Flower you pot? Just, okay. J- you just light it and it just has a shower of sparkles. Sparkles pretty high, about 10 feet or so. Okay. And then we have what is called what are called a chakras, which pretty, pretty much spin on the ground when you light them for a minute or two and they uh, they emit shower, shower of sparks in the horizontal plane that's basically okay. what they well it's um, this half hour has gone by very quickly actually and one thing about a half an hour it's just not enough to talk about all the different aspects of Diwali but I think we've given people some snapshots right, of what it's like mm-hmm. uh, thank you Nick Hill for uh, being on the program Thanks for inviting me, and uh, happy Diwali to you and to all your listeners. Happy Diwali to you as well. Thank you. And I just want to take a moment before uh, the show ends to mention, again, being only a half an hour, there are some uh, great festivals that several billion people are celebrating right now, so they're worth mentioning. Now, Adol Fitr is being celebrated as well uh, at the end of Ramadan, and that begins at sundown tonight with celebrations continuing through Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adal Fitr literally means festival of breakfast, and it's a day of rejoicing that marks the end of the month of Ramadan, which is the nine month in the Islamic lunar calendar. It's a celebration of month-long fasting, which is one of the five pillars or fundamental obligations in the religion of Islam. And so that is also going on right now. And um, just a lot going on around the world, a lot of wonderful people in this world celebrating in wonderful ways. And uh, also before I go, I want to mention that a couple of pieces of information this is a, this is off the subject now a little bit but to do with uh some kind of harvest food f- harvest food news let's call this harvest food news okay. um 
at Christie's auction recently, an early still life by Paul Cezanne called Apples and Cake, which makes you think of apple pie, sold for $10.3 million, more than double the expected price. That's too much. That's, uh, Arbolf says that's too much. You're thinking $10.2 million would have been fine? I mean, Cezanne is so cool, but that's too much. <laughs> 10.3 is too much, says Arbolf, and that's, that's more than I can afford. Uh, also, a group from Livingston County is putting the finishing touches on a huge air gun capable of launching pumpkins almost a mile. They're prepping for this weekend's World Championships in Delaware. Team Second Amendment, based in the Howell area, has won the title of the pumpkin, pumpkin shooting title twice, but lost on a technicality last year. Team members launched a white pumpkin nearly a mile from a 100-foot gun barrel, but they couldn't find it after it landed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that resulted in a second-place finish for shooting one a mere 4,065 feet. Mm-hmm. What a shame. And uh, last but not least, um, there is a group that uh, a firm from North Carolina is hoping to sell socks made of corn. In Japan, the socks disintegrate when buried in a compost heap, and the cornstarch fiber was developed by Nature Works of Minnetonka, Minnesota. They're hoping to sell them in Japan. Well, I've been Mike for at least a half an hour, and again, thank you, Nikhil, for joining me for Pandora's Lunchbox. Thanks a lot for calling me. Yeah. Yes. And coming up in just a moment, it is Face the Music with Arwolf, WCBN FM Ann Arbor. It's just a little before 7 o'clock. Here is a special message to get you traveling into the land of facing the music. Your attention, please. Your attention, please. Your attention, please. Indian Airlines announces the departure of their flight IC408 to Calcutta. Passengers are requested to proceed to the aircraft. For a musical journey to India, Pakistan, Bangladesh, Nepal, Sri Lanka and beyond, you don't need an airline ticket. Just proceed to your stereo and keep it at WCBN for sounds of the subcontinent every Sunday afternoon from 3 to 5 p.m. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, on behalf of Indian Airlines and Captain Das Gupta, we welcome you on board our flight IC-408. We are about to take off for Calcutta. Will you kindly fasten your seat belts, keep your seats upright, and refrain from smoking while the no smoking sign is switched on. We hope you enjoy your flight. Thank you. On behalf of our rotating host,